Hey there, it's Erica and Steph, and this is Sit Back and Listen. We're so excited to catch up with you. So grab a glass and join us for Girls Night. It's Wind Down Wednesday. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Sit Back and Listen. I've got another very important announcement to make because tonight our friend Adam is here. Hey, girls. (laughs) Hey. So, guys, Adam is the king of New Rochelle, first of all. Second, an absolute karaoke legend, my spirit animal, and a guardian angel sent down from God himself. Thank you so much for joining us, Adam. Oh, my God. Thank you, Stephanie. What an introduction. I hope I can live up to that. Oh, you know, like, I had to just cover the basics. What are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking a virgin daiquiri. Because I don't drink alcohol. That's right. We don't drink alcohol. None of us do. (laughs) Yeah, well, tonight I'm not drinking alcohol either. I have the Yerba Mate Guayaki Tea. It's actually so good. If you haven't tried it, you should. Oh, wow. How about you, Erica? Tonight for Wine Down Wednesday, I'm drinking a nice glass of wine. Lovely. (laughs) Right on brand. Well, we're going to get to know Adam a little bit. Adam, if you don't know, is now engaged to another friend of ours, Will. And Mm -hmm. we're going to get into like their plans because I actually haven't gotten like the ins and outs of the whole proposal yet. So I'm so excited to hear about that for the first time. And yeah, let's go. Adam, I'm actually really interested to hear your perspective on the story of how we met through your eyes. Well, when I met you girls, trying to think, where was? Was I when I met you guys? You met me at my house. Was that the first time I met you? Oh, that's right. I met Stephanie when I was picking Will up from her birthday party weekend, which was like this extravaganza that she had. (laughs) And Will stayed over and I went to New Jersey because I was in New Jersey at my parents' house. And I I went to stop by and Will invited me over to meet, you know, Stephanie and whatever. And then I offered Stephanie a ride back to college Mm -hmm. because it was like on the way back to New Rochelle. And she was at Fordham at the time. You know, so... like really worked out and her mom was like so psyched she was like okay (laughs) she's like please take her (laughs) please take her because i have to work and whatever so it was like an it was a great like i felt like i was doing a good thing for you know your mom too you did um and we like we we like hit it off right away like i liked steph's whole vibe like she was super like east coast like new york style which is like what i'm comfortable with (laughs) and like it was kind of early in my relationship with will and he was all about this california essence that he was giving back then so it was nice i remember appreciating that he had like some cool like down-to-earth east coast girlfriends cool that's so cute i feel like i knew all about erica before i met her like the introduction to Erica was like through Will and just telling me all about like the parties that you guys used to have in college and you know all about like (laughs) you know what a beautiful person you were and that you had you know strict parents and that was like a big thing I remember him like pointing out that you had like strict kind of religious parents and that there was like distinction like a polarity there like that you were like into like having fun but like your parents were super strict (laughs) and like there was tension because I remember when I met you you were like taking a break from partying and like you were like all on this like super like spiritual like journey and you were looking to get like connected with like who you are and you were like taking your job really seriously so like I the funny thing was like all the build-up of Will talking about what a party animal you were (laughs) like when I first met you you were like (laughs) not that person (laughs) 
Well, what was your first impression of Will? Like, tell us about how you met. Oh my God. Well, it was February and it was like the coldest day in probably 20 years in New York. And I mean, I guess to give you the background, because this is part of the story, I I am sober. I don't, Mm -hmm. you know, I stopped drinking about um, seven years ago Mm -hmm. and I met Will four, almost five years ago. So I was like early in my sobriety and he was the first person that I agreed to meet at a bar. Mm -hmm. So I had like all these tips from all the people in my program of like how to handle being in the bar for the first time, you know, and like I ordered all the drinks. So he was drinking like bullet bourbon and I was drinking Diet Coke and he thought I was drinking because it never came up because I was buying a drink so I didn't I didn't have to tell him that I don't drink so it didn't come up so he got like lit and I was like of course he did just being sober but you know he just like we had a great time I I saw him walk into the place I knew it was him from his profile because he said he was like 6'4 and like how many 6'4 Asian dudes like do you know so it's like yeah true I never thought of that but he is really tall for <laughs> oh yeah so like i saw him roll up into the place and i thought it was beautiful and i was like so psyched and then we, we actually saw each other in the restroom of therapy this club in manhattan and he like cruised me he, like he like beelined from across the bar oh, wow. and like totally checked me out Ooh, oh my god and then like then we realized when we got out of the bathroom that that was my date but i thought he was gorgeous and like i was so psyched that he liked me i love that how cute i can't even believe it's been five years right I don't know how time has flown by so much like over those five years how has your relationship developed well you know in the beginning it was like he had a lot of hoes in his life in the beginning you know like I had to clear house I had to clean house so yes. that was that process you know because I don't share so I'm a tourist and I, you know, whatever. But yeah. it actually, when we, as soon as we met, we like hung out every day for three months. Oh, wow. But we didn't even realize that we were seeing each other so much until like all of our other friends were like, where the hell are you? Yeah. That's how it happened. And then like we artificially like, you know, because you get pressure to like spend time with your other friends. So like we pulled back. And in that process, there was like a little bit of tension. You know, we had a couple of fights early on and like, mm. but we pulled through it and I knew he was the one i knew he was the one for the mid- i hate to sound corny but it's true i like totally did Adam, oh my goodness you're living my dream oh <laughs> i said to him in the beginning i was like you look like you look a lot like my husband i like said that like very really? oh my god yeah like i just knew and how do you respond you know i don't I, I don't know if he like believes me he was very affectionate and he was into me we had a lot of chemistry but um i don't know that he believed me or he thought i like had game and i was like <laughs> i knew now it's just become like a real genuine partnership you know like there's a pretty big difference in our age as you girls know but like Mm -hmm. maybe your listeners don't know that there's like 18 years between us and so you know there was a lot of concern by my family and my network Mm -hmm. that like he wouldn't be ready to have the kind of commitment that you know one would expect but it's he's been such a rock and such an amazing force in my life for good you know he's just blown past anyone I've ever been with in terms of like being there for me and like helping me through things and guys that are way closer to my age and even older than Mm -hmm. I am he's so much more mature than Mm -hmm. any of them it's really uncanny like how he's so together at his age I love that for you too (laughs) I actually hope Will doesn't listen to this it's gonna totally boost his ego so much further (laughs) too late he is you know 
Yeah. Um, so now that you guys are quarantining together, has that changed or affected your relationship in any way? Um, just that we both got, you know, thicker in this process. <laughs> I thought you were going to say engaged, but I guess not too. <laughs> well, we got engaged too. Yeah. But but because like we're good cooks and like in terms of like yeah. how we exist together, we're very compatible. Yeah. We really helped each other get through quarantine. I knew the first week of quarantine, I'm like, I cannot stay in this apartment with, you know, <laughs> we're going to kill each other in here. And not that it was small, just there was no outdoor space. Yeah. And it was just like sad, you know. And as you've mentioned before, I'm from New Rochelle. And in the beginning of this whole thing, like New Rochelle was like yeah. ground zero. And like I was afraid to go to my parents' house because I thought I was going to get them sick. So we got this place upstate that we rented and we just moved the, you know, we moved it up there and it was the best. That's so cute. Well, speaking of quarantine, the proposal, please fill me in. I'm dying to hear the story. Well, the whole spiel is that, first of all, you should know me. Like I am obsessed with my birthday. Mm -hmm. When it comes time for May, it's all about my birthday. And I don't know why. I just, it's my season, right? So (laughs) he took advantage (laughs) of that. So I actually, I kind of, and the back of my mind because at one point he was like Adam you know I want to take you somewhere beautiful for your birthday so like let's get dressed up and I'm like why are we going to get dressed up we can't even eat in a place like all the places are closed like what are you even talking about he was like just get dressed up and then that morning of he was like you're going to wear that (laughs) and he never says that to me he never says that to me it's so out of character for him like I'm way more like into the clothes Mm -hmm. than he is (laughs) So whatever. He talked me into like, you know, a presentable outfit. And we went to this beautiful neighborhood in Woodstock. And we parked the car. And he was like, well, now we have to walk to the the restaurant. And in my mind, I thought like he had assembled like all my friends to have Mm -hmm. like an outdoor picnic for my birthday. Because he said it was special and it was around my birthday. Mm -hmm. And I thought like, okay, cool. That's where we're going to go. So we were walking in this beautiful neighborhood in Woodstock, New York. And uh, there was this like little clearing. Mm -hmm. And there was like all these purple flowers on the floor and there was like a deer like just like nibbling through the the grass and I'm like oh my god look how magical this is it's like we always call things like that like the fairy portal I'm like it's like a fairy portal (laughs) and he was like isn't it so special how magic is all around us on this day and I'm like yeah it's so beautiful and he didn't really let on so then we continue to like walk and we get to this amazing beautiful bridge with this like waterfall behind it and then he looks at me and he starts talking and I hold him by his waist and he's fluttering, shaking, like, and I'm like, oh my God, it's happening. (laughs) And I I have to say, like, if I admit, like, I wrote down what he said, like, we repeated it afterwards, but like, he was so nervous, like he was flittering around. and, And then all of a sudden, like, out of the sides of the bridge come these two people with like gas masks on and cameras and they're like taking our pictures and I'm like and he hadn't got on one knee yet so he's just talking and I feel him nervous and these people are coming out from like the sides the embankments under the bridge and like they start like and like I'm like what is happening and then he gets on one knee and he starts his proposal and I'm crying like and then he's like Adam you know will you let me love your meatball he always says that to me because I'm always complaining that I'm fat he said will you let me love your meatball forever and I stuck out I was like yes and then I stuck out my wrong hand (laughs) I gave him the right hand oh 
my goodness. It was so cute. It was perfect. It literally couldn't have been any better. Yeah. And he said the most beautiful things. And I said, yes, that's it. It's, I mean, it's just been the icing on the cake for all this time. I'm so happy that like it's gone here. You know, I couldn't wait to spend my life with him. That was so beautiful. I remember when Will had actually called us and I think he was excited. Like he just wanted to like share and like we, you guys were at the Catskills like, and you were in mm-hmm. the house and he like mouths it and I'm like, Will, like what are you saying? And he like <laughs> slowly like whispers, I'm gonna propose to Adam. And I was like, he's like, Shh, he's in the house. And I like was dying because I wanted to <laughs> scream of like excitement and I'm like Will you can't say that and like then tell me I can't like get excited about it um and he was just so excited for it but then after he's like I had a whole thing planned out like what I was gonna say and I just got so nervous that I didn't even say everything I I was going to say which is so like for anyone that knows Will he's like doesn't get nervous for like anything Wow, you should have saw him on the engagement day. He was so nervous and sweating. He was like soaking wet through his shirt. Were you ever expecting to propose? No, to be honest, I kind of like two years into our relationship was like asking him if like if he was there. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, I said to him basically like, I know, I know that I want you to be my husband. But like, what do you want? You know, like, not like I asked him, but, you know, just to have like that conversation, you know, you should. Yeah, for sure. He was like, listen, I love you. I know I love you. And I know that like, you're the one, but I'm not ready yet. Like, I want to go to grad Mm -hmm. school and I want to go, I want to go live abroad and I want to do all these things. And he was, he was like, I'm not going to be a good husband for you if I feel like I wasn't able to do that. So like, I need you to give me time. And I was like, well, you know what? Like, I'm going to hang in there. And when you're ready, you know, why don't you just ask me? We'll leave it at that. And so that's how he left it. So I wasn't going to ask him. And if I'm being honest, like it was a little bit, you know, it was hurtful, not on Mm -hmm. purpose. Purpose, but it hurt like it's like you yeah. don't get the response you want you know so there was a little bit of that and a little embarrassment like oh how am I gonna make but it all it all worked out I love how you left it to him to like have that like ownership and come to it like because I think it made it that much like you know like now you know like he's he's so ready like he's so in it whereas like mm-hmm. I mean I'm sure he w- probably would have said yes if you would have asked but like <laughs> yeah. but you're right or like or he might have said no and like got and like scared and backed out of like the relationship also like I love that you guys talked about it and like you were clear about that from the get-go like well that whole thing I mean not to get all spiritual but like that was part of like having the patience to do that it was definitely part of like you know my sobriety and all that like you know like waiting taking a day at a time life on life's terms like all those things Mm -hmm. like I definitely learned about that and like how to be like that in sobriety like a pro- an old version of me would have been like peace you know what I mean like mm-hmm. just would have ran yeah. away because I didn't get the answer I wanted when I wanted it yeah 
triggering (laughs) i love your sobriety i know honestly inspiring yeah well in terms of like a wedding do you have like plans is there gonna be a theme you know how big it is well you know to be honest like we are definitely gonna have a wedding Mm -hmm. and it is going to be fabulous of course but it's very hard to like look at venues right now and i feel that we have a specific look in mind like i don't know throughout this quarantine because we went up to the Catskills and we he proposed in Woodstock like mm-hmm. we're definitely want to do like a mountain some kind yeah. of Catskill rustic wedding oh, that's like chic. Oh, so beautiful so we're gonna do that I don't know what the venue is probably gonna be in the fall like around this time you know maybe like oh, a little later favorite. in September but it's gonna be that like a outside <sighs> wedding but it's gonna be fabulous you know do you have a date in mind like next year or do you think you're gonna need more time I think next year um it depends on when we can get to the venue Mm -hmm. but um we were looking at nine nine was one of the dates because Mm. we actually met on the 9th of february so like it would be good to like sort of you know what i mean just to have it and are you are you gonna do a honeymoon or yes he wants to do a honeymoon in africa he wants to go to like tanzania and like zimbabwe or he wants to go to africa and like do safaris and these countries that i don't actually remember (laughs) i know it's like (laughs) i mean because like low-key i'm happy to go wherever he wants to go and he's got his dream botswana is the is the place that he wants to go that just came to me (laughs) and um we went on a safari in south africa a couple of years ago you know and it was Mm -hmm. you know it was beautiful but it's you know it's like um you're very controlled like where you can Mm. go and how you can move and we want to go to like the okavango delta which is like where it's like this it's like a river that's very seasonal like it's like a it's a river that starts in the mountains like in angola and like it dries up in the dry season and it's like a delta that goes just like into the desert it spreads out and like fills up a whole grassland with water and then when it's dry it dries up completely so it's supposed to be like there's a lot of animals there and it's like a lot of wildlife it's gonna yeah. be beautiful oh I'm sure but that's like his dream and we watch like um, documentaries about it so oh, I'm excited cute. for that yes yeah oh that sounds gorgeous well you know I kind of see you as like an adopted brother I know Erica does too and I aspire to have the kind of happiness that you've achieved and the relationship that you have mm-hmm. do you have advice for Erica and I <laughs> well yeah I mean I you talk about like life advice or like romantic advice Let's do a little bit of both. So romantic advice, I would say people tell you who they are very early on and it just have to listen, mm-hmm. you know, because when it's a yellow flag or a red flag, it's a flag. And like the most important thing is the ability to communicate, like because people are going to do stuff that annoys you, mm-hmm. but it's like, how easy is it to talk about it and explain it without it getting defensive and weird? Yeah. If a person doesn't want to communicate that way, like that's a deal breaker. And Mm -hmm. I just, you know, at the end of the day, you shouldn't waste any time with somebody who doesn't want to communicate and work through whatever it is, whatever's on your mind. Like if they find you exhausting or irritating or whatever, they're not for you. Mm -hmm. If I could go back, I would have not spent any time with the people that I tried to please, you know? Same. Yeah. And then life advice, I think you have to follow your dream and believe in yourself and like know that there's like magic in the world and that you can make it and like don't stop grinding away and hustling at what you, you know, know you have to do because I've seen people transform their lives in in the drop of a hat and like you don't always 
know you're on the road right. to success. Honestly, you sometimes you don't even know when you are successful because people get so caught up in like, you know, doing the day to day that they don't even take time to appreciate what they have, you know? So right. like if something catastrophic happens in your life, you look back and this could be the time that was like, you know, you'll always think these were your heydays, you know, yeah. but it didn't feel like it was your heyday because you were so busy trying to do whatever it is, you know? So like just believe in yourself and follow your dream. Like honestly, the most successful people are really creative people. And if you're really a creative person, there's no blueprint. It's mm-hmm. all you just creating your destiny right before your eyes. Oh, beautiful. Adam. <laughs> Adam, again, ladies and gentlemen, my life coach. <laughs> and like what I love about you, Adam, is that you are just always so happy. You, you're the life of the party. Oh, and God. you are like, oh, for real. And you and I have talked a lot about sobriety and, and all of that, especially regardless of whether someone's sober or not. And like, I know a lot of people during quarantine. I don't know if you guys have seen like the sweatshirt that has like wine is the glue that's holding 2020 together like there's so many people that are like virtual yeah. happy hours um mm-hmm. you know inspiration for a sit back and listen wind down Wednesday, yeah, it's like, like this like us <laughs> you know? but like I love that you and like Will are able to find happiness and just like joys in everything like in just the smallest things that you really do take the moment to like enjoy life and I think you guys just inspire like Steph and I all the time with the way that you enjoy just life like I feel like you guys live your best life regardless of what you're doing and Steph Mm -hmm. and I are always like oh my goodness Will and Adam are like the cutest living their best lives and like not even just saying because we're speaking to you right now Eric and I are genuinely always like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) no it's funny that you say that because we have our things you know what I mean like we don't always like it's not always what it looks yeah. like you know and like i mean we, we have a very good relationship i'm not complaining about a relationship at all but i mean we do have you know our things that that we do i'm sure he has his things that i do that i do my things that annoy mm-hmm. him and and you know and vice versa and also plus you know we're both busy and ambitious yeah. and so you know we sometimes don't make time for each other like but I, like you said it's 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 good problems yeah. but you yeah. know Everybody has, it's it's funny that you say that, and I do love him, but it doesn't always feel like that. You know, you right. have to remember that there's beauty and magic in the mm-hmm. relationship and that you're, you're with your forever person. And, and you'd be surprised. It's easy to forget that when you start doing you. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Inspiring. I love it. Thank you again so much for joining us tonight. Aw, thank you for having me. Everyone listening, please remember to follow us on Instagram at Sit Back and Listen. Leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thank you again, Adam. Thanks, Adam. And I hope you all have a beautiful night. Good night. Bye.